Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... I'm E.G. Marshall. This is a tale which has to begin once upon a time. The time is the birth of the 15th century at the height of the glory and the power of the great Ming Dynasty in China. The water clock has struck the hour in the Ta-Chung-Zi, the tower of the great bell. And as the great tone dies away, there is an after-echo that sobs. There is not a child in Peking who does not know the legend of the bell. I can't do that. I'm a free man. Not so free, Ming-Yi. You are marked for death if the bell fails. How can you know that? Am I not the enchantress, Mara? Am I not a witch? Have I failed to cast my spell on you? mystery drama, The Fateful Bell, was suggested by the short stories of Lafcadio Hearn and was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Christopher Tabori. I'll be back shortly with Act One. During the reign of the celestially august Yang Lo, son of heaven, there dwelt in Peking an esteemed Mandarin by the name of Kuan Yu. Of all his magnificent possessions, by far the rarest and most esteemed was a girl of dazzling beauty, his daughter, Ko Nagai. Only one thing troubled his tranquility, her so far steadfast refusal to marry any one of the countless eligible suitors who sought her hand. Will you uh, pour me some more tea, my daughter? Yes, Father. And will you join me? If you wish, Father. <laughs> you are an enigma, my little Kona guy. And the day fast approaches when it will be a shame for the house of Kwan Yu to harbor an unmarried daughter under its roof. I am not ready yet to marry. I must take exception to that. You are ready. You must marry. Oh, come. There are all kinds of choices. I have uh, had the scribe list all the eligible names. Now, one of these you must choose. I have no son. The line must be continued. <laughs> Who's that? Your humble Minister Chang, my lord. How dare you break in on my privacy? Nothing except news of highest importance. What news? A courier has just arrived from the court of the illustrious young law, son of heaven, with this urgent communication. Well, what is the matter of it? We cannot know that, Excellency, until the seal is broken. Then break it, break it. Yes, Highness. Well, 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 what are we waiting for? Read it, Chong. By your command. My 
Worthy Quan Lo, I am most happy to tell you that we wish to confer on you a great honor. You have been selected at my express command to have a bell made of such size that the sound thereof can be heard for one hundred li. Buddha, preserve me. How can such a bell be cast? I know one who might cast such a bell for you, Father. Hush, 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 child. Don't interfere in affairs of state. But, Father, I, I Be know... quiet. Uh, let us hear the rest of this bad news, Chung. It is further ordained that the voice of the bell shall be strengthened with brass and deepened with gold and sweetened with silver. Oh, this is too much. And that the face and great lips of it should be graven with blessed sayings from the sacred book. How, how, how can this be afforded? And the bell shall be suspended in the center of the imperial capital to sound through all the many colored ways of the city of Peking. Uh, this will cost me all my wealth. It cannot be done. It had better be. Or else it will cost me my head. Oh, I promise I shall make the bellsmith who can shape it and cast it a personage of only slightly lesser rank than myself. Father, I oh, do... No, 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 daughter, don't bother me now. Leave us. Yes, father. I go. Problems, problems. The delectable damsel Kornagai should be no problem to your worthy death. She is now of great advantage to you. How? By her marriage. <laughs> you a fool. Now, of all times, how can I afford her marriage portion? What dowry can I offer the man who takes her? This precious little princess? Oh, any man would offer a king's ransom to possess her. Let your daughter pay for the bell. No. No, I will see my daughter married, but I will not sell her to the highest bidder. It shall be to the man of her choice. Or as close to that as she can hope for. Konagai. Yes? <gasps> Mingyi. Yes. Where are you? Hidden in the bushes. Is it all right? Oh, yes. Come to the summer house. No one will see us. I came as quickly as I could when I got your message. What is wrong? Nothing. Well, then, why are you looking at me like that? You are so beautiful, Mingyi. Seeing you always gives me little shivers and reminds me, as if I needed to be reminded, how much I love you. As I do you. But what's the use, Konagai? You are the daughter of a mandarin. And I'm only a peasant. You are not. You may be the son of a peasant, but you are a great artist. That still must be proved. Did you not cast the great gold candlesticks for the throne room and the polished brass bowl for the fruit and the silver heron my father gave me for my birthday? They were made in the foundry with others' help. But the heron, the heron I made alone. I know. How? It was too special to have been made by anyone else's hands. It was made with love. That is when I fell in love with you. But this wondrous thing is happening. 
That is why I sent for you. What wondrous thing? Now sit with me and listen. The emperor has commanded my father to have made a huge bell that can be heard for 100 leagues. What, 100 leagues? Yes. And it is to be made from iron and brass and gold and silver. And with the face of it graven with blessed sayings. Now that's not possible. It must be. It is the son of heaven's wish. Even if it were, what is this to do with me? You must make the bell. Me? Why? Because my father has promised that whatever bell Smith can shape it, he will elevate to a rank only slightly less than his own. And if he did that for you, then there would be no obstacle to our marriage. Tonagai, it's only a dream. Why? Because to build such a bell will take hundreds. No, no, more than that. Every artist and artisan in the state, even if it can be built. But why shouldn't it? I have not enough knowledge to speak my mind. Well, then hold your tongue and believe with me that it will be shaped and that you will be part of it, if not responsible for all of it. If I fail, your father may hand me my head. Would you not risk that to win me? Gladly. Then rest assured, you will not lose your head. I would never allow that to happen. I have leafed through all these drawings and sketches for the bell chunk till my head is dizzy. I don't know who to put in charge of the casting and shaping. Trust the master, Lee Paul. Yes, yes, perhaps you're right. Very well. Let it be his task to accomplish. The decision is made. Yes, my lord. I'll inform him straight away. Oh, your daughter desires audience with you. Ah, send her in. The great lord awaits you, Konagai. Thank you, gracious child. I pray the parent will excuse me for intruding. It is about the bell for the Tatum Z. I wish to suggest an artist who might create it for you. Ah, who? His name is Ming-Yi Tianchu. I do not know him. Oh, yes, you do. It was he who cast the great gold candlesticks and the polished brass fruit bowl and the silver heron you gave me for my birthday. What nonsense is this, child? The candlesticks and the bowl were from the Master Li Po. But the silver heron was from Ming-Yi. Well, as you say, but what what would you have me do? Let Ming-Yi make the bell. Ah, that is folly, my daughter. To create this bell, if it can be created, will take all the recognized masters of the bellsmith's art. My decision has been made already. The bell will be cast by Li Po. Is, uh... All in readiness, Mr. Chung. Yes, Lord. The metals have been made molten and fused in the melting pot. And the mold? As your greatness can see, the earthworks are all in place. Then signal Lipo that the pouring may commence. Your command is only to be obeyed.
I've been waiting for, Chung. The metal must have time to cool before they dig away the cast, my lord. How long? I do not know. Do you wish me to inquire? No, no, no. I shall go myself and find out. Are you removing the casting now? Yes, my lord. Then why do you stand leaning on your shovel, not working with the others? Because I am sick at heart that we have failed. Failed? How? The metals have rebelled against each other. The gold scorned alliance with the brass. The silver would not mingle with the molten iron. Just as I suspected. What is your name? Tian Chao, my lord. Surnamed Ming Yi. And you are sure that the bell is a failure? Listen. I strike my shovel against it. I mean, there's no voice. Uh, I cannot believe you. I must seek out Li Po and find the truth. So, the bell is a failure, huh? Who are you? <laughs> a bearer of good tidings for you. This day, you have made a success. I don't understand. You have gained the favor of my mistress. She summoned you to her presence. Who is your mistress? Her name is Mara. Mara? The lady of the Black Jade Tower? But they say she is an enchantress. Ah, you have the opportunity to find that out for yourself. Unless, of course, you are afraid. No. No, I'm not afraid. <laughs> then let me lead you to her. Poor Ming Yi. He should have followed his first instinct, perhaps, and trusted his fear. But then, who are we to decide what the gods have dictated shall be our fate? In Ming's belief, it would have been written from the beginning in the book. And nothing he might have done could have avoided what was to come. But since neither he nor you know that yet, won't you join me when I return shortly with Act Two? In a kind of spell, Ming Yi obediently followed the manservant who had been sent to summon him to the presence of the mysterious woman named Mara, whom all of Peking believed to be a witch. He was shown into a reception chamber, vast, cool, and fragrant with the scent of blossoms. Noiselessly, Mara entered from another door. Her beauty is matchless. Her hair woven with the blossoms of the Chu Sha Her robes of pale silk shimmering with shifting tints. May I humbly beg you to sit? I should be honored. You will join me in some tea. It would give me great pleasure. If I am not mistaken, my respected visitor is Ming Yi. That is correct. I do not need to inquire your grace's name. <laughs> it is long enough. But for you... It shall be simply Mara. Uh, tea. Thank you. And I shall call you Ming. May I tell you that you are beautiful? What? I... I... Uh, look down on you today from the balcony. Stripped to the waist. 
your muscles rippling in the sun, glistening from the sweat, as you dug so powerfully into the earth. And my heart was faint. I... I... I don't know what to say. In time, I will teach you. But for now, I shall do the talking. The bell was a failure. Yes. The metals failed to fuse. I can tell you how to fuse them. How? Ah, ah, ah. Not so fast. First, I would want something in return. What have I got that I could offer someone so rich and powerful as you? Yourself. Me? To be my willing slave. I... I, I can't do that. Why not? Because you think yourself in love with Konagai and her with you. Because I know that. I, Mara, tell you this bell can never be completed without the priceless ingredient only I know. The catalyst that will cause it to fuse. Now, now will you be my slave? No. Do you find me so unattractive? That isn't that, your ladyship. I'm not of your rank. Do you expect me to raise you to that? Oh, no, no. I want you as my slave. I can't do that. I'm a free man. Not so free, Ming-Yi. You are marked for death if the bell fails by the wrath of the emperor. How can you know that? Am I not the enchantress, Mara? Am I not a witch? Have I failed to cast my spell on you? Your incense mounts to my head and makes it whirl. I feel all my senses really. No, no, but I cannot give in. Perhaps what you need is time to get used to the idea. <laughs> go, go, young bellsmith. Fly your art any way you want. But you will be back unless you wait too late. thousand times no. Who is this upstart you keep trying to interest me in? Are you in love with him? Yes, father. The son of a peasant? You, a mandarin's daughter? He is an artist and therefore eligible to as high a rank as we are. Once he has proved himself. He has. The silver heron. Hush, a plaything. What else has he done? It is not what he has done, but what he could do. Create this bell? Yes. Nonsense. When the greatest bellsmith in the empire has failed. Who else would risk it now? Lee Po is willing to try again. Knowing the risk? Uh, knowing the risk. What could tempt him to take it? How much money could you offer a man like that to risk his neck? The man is a is a great artist, Kona Guy. There's the question of his prestige. He he has to prove this bell can be created. Lee Po? He is a fat, lazy pig who has used the talents of others all his life and borrowed them for his own. His only God is God. Oh, oh no. I, I, you, you must understand, daughter, that I am desperate. The Great One has made a command. If I don't obey, my life is forfeit. And uh, in any case, it is time you were married. You sold me to that filthy old man. Daughter, he is the foremost artist of our empire. Father, how could you... I will not be questioned. I am the Mandarin. My word is law. You are his. Only if he succeeds. Now, the subject is closed. Uh, 
darling, hold me close. It is hopeless for us. Hopeless? Perhaps it's better this way. How could it be better? I want to belong to you. Not that disgusting old Lepo. You don't belong to him yet. I am promised. Once he makes the bell. If he can make the bell. If he does not, then we all are doomed anyway. The Emperor has commanded it. Maybe, maybe it's not so bad. Let Lipo fail another time, then perhaps your father would give me my chance. You think you can do it? I've been studying. Yes, yes, I think, I think it can be cast with the right mixture. Then what is it? Tell my father. Would he believe me for a moment? Besides, I don't know myself if it would work. Our whole life is foreordained. We must live it as best we can and hope. If only we could choose for ourselves. Three choices extended to so few of us. I wish I knew how to make it work for us. I wish I knew so many things. I know only one. I love you. Forever till death. Just say, I love you. I do. Now you. I love you, Konagai. Better than life. I love you. Better than life. Somehow we must take our fate into our own hands. Then let me be the one to do it. you again. Yes, Brother Pillow. What do you want, Mr. Bellsmith? To see your lady. <laughs> that is not so easy. Just because one... Who is it, Pillow? Foundryman, me, he, my lady. Oh, yes. I have been expecting him. Have him come in. So, you have come back, me. Yes, my lady. To hope that you are as kind as you are beautiful. To hope that beauty is kind is to believe in miracles. I want to believe in a miracle. I want to beg one from you. From me? Can you not create them? Of a sort, perhaps. Try me. Wondrous Mara, whose priceless beauty surpasses all the wealth of kings. Today, Li Po will try to recast the bell. If he succeeds... Konagai will be sold to him as his bride. So? She cannot be married to Lipo. He is old and jaded. It is disgusting to think he should even be allowed to touch her beauty. And what would you have me do about it? You said that you and you alone know the secret catalyst that will bind the silver and the gold and the brass with the iron. That is true. Then I beg you, tell me the secret. So that Konagai can be yours? Yes. You are ready, then, to be my willing slave in all things. I... I cannot give you my love. Only, only my promise to be your creature in whatever way you desire. <laughs> Not good enough, Ming-Yi. You think I would take you to myself, knowing your heart belonged to another? I would willingly sacrifice myself. Sacrifice yourself? Am I then so hideous, so hateful... 
that you give yourself to me as a sacrifice. I, I didn't mean that. I... Get out of my sight, oh, this please, instant. Don't be angry with me, gracious Mara. I, I don't know what I said. You rejected I... me. Not once, but twice. This time was unforgivable. What can I do to make amends? What can you do? Nothing. The die is already cast. And the bell. The bell. Is it to be cast too by Lipo? Do not worry about your beloved Minier. Konagai will never belong to Lipo. And he will never make the bell. How do you know? You doubt my word. Come. Give me your hand. Come with me to the fountain. Now, look deep into the waters that gather in the shell. What do you see? Only the stream from the fountain stirring them as it splashes. Look steadier. Look deeper. in the well is still not a ripple like a mirror turned upside down reaching to dark unfathomable depths below oh. oh the water is clouding a mist is rising from it and now now the mist is parting the clouds fading and far below I see The casting go well, John? So far, Excellency. The metals have been poured into the mold. Lipo informs me this time they will hold firm. What you are seeing is the future, Mingyi. But I haven't seen the result. Patience. That who will be revealed? What is it, Father? Are you ill? I am sick to my very soul, daughter. Ill? They stripped away the mold to reveal the metal below. The sides of it were cracked and fissured. The lips were slagged and split asunder. It was... A failure. Then that means I am no longer promised to leave home. It means also that we are all resting on the mercy of Yong Lo, the son of heaven. And that our lives lie twisting in the wind. Wake up, me. Wake up. Oh, oh Mara, I thought I saw... I thought... You read the future with me. That is the future. Then if Lee posed to fail, I still have my chance to... Do not be so hasty. What I showed you may be a spell, a dream. Now go home. Let the future prove the truth. I believe you have the power to read it. If you have, let me see what happens beyond. To borrow the future is to ask for disaster. Let it be. Let it take its course. What will be, will be. It cannot be changed. But what am I supposed to do? Can I make the bell? You believe you know how to, don't you? I think I do. Then what need have you of me? If I fail, I will surely drag everyone down to disaster. Then I will tell you. You will not fail. Now, does that satisfy you? 
It makes me happy beyond all belief. It is a miracle. Remember, miracles are born out of pain. There is a price for everything. And for miracles, it comes a little higher than most of us are prepared to pay. Everything befell just as Mara had showed it to him in the magic well of the fountain. The second attempt at the great bell was a failure. Kona Gai was saved from her bondage to the ungainly Li Po. But what hope did the future hold for anyone except in Mara's promise? And even in that, was there not some dark threat? I shall return shortly with Act Three. must be obvious that all of our principles in this once upon a time tale are living on borrowed time. Ultimate power not only corrupts, it establishes a short fuse on patience. So it was that the emperor, hearing of the second failure, sent his messenger to the Mandarin Kuan Yu with a fiery letter brushed upon lemon-colored silk and sealed with the dread seal of the dragon. Well, there's no point in delaying. Break the seal, Chung. Yes. Mandarin. Well, 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 well. Read it, read it. Yes, Lord. Twice thou hast betrayed the trust we have been graciously to place in thee. If you fail a third time in fulfilling our command, thy head, those of your family, and all connected with the failure shall be severed at the neck. Tremble and obey. But how can we obey? We simply don't know how to blend these metals. If your humble servant may make a suggestion... Of course, Chung, of course. Anything in desperation. Your estimable daughter, my lord, she appears to believe that the young metalsmith, um, I believe his surname... That young upstart, what could he possibly know about a problem as as complex as this? Ah, my spies tell me, sir, that his name has been linked with the lady who is called Mara. The Enchantress? Mm, It is so spoken of her. But how has that to do with our problem? It is said that this young man has the secret of how to blend the metals and cast this bell. Said by whom? By your daughter, great lord. Do you... Do you really think, Chung, perhaps he might really know how to save us all? He will not fail, Father. But how can you be so sure? Because he knows the secret of how to blend the metals. All he needs is a chance to prove that he's right. (laughs) And if he's wrong... He cannot be. The great seer, Mara, has predicted that he will make the bell. How do you know this? Because Ming-Yi told me so. And who told him? Mara herself. What contact could a person of his present rank have with anyone as exalted as she? she... 
She saw him when he was working on the first casting, and she desired him as, as her slave. Slave? And this is the man you wish to marry? He refused her. He told her of his love for me. And still she was willing to give him the secret of the blending of the metals and read the future for him? No. She forecast only that Li Po would fail and that Ming Yi would be the one to make the bell at last. Well, I find I have no other way to turn since no one else will risk his neck to try to cast this accursed bell. Very well, I will see the young man and turn the task over to him. Oh, what is there to be afraid of? The unknown. You're not sure you can make the metals blend? I would be sure if it were just any ordinary challenge, where if I failed, only I would have to face the consequences. But how dare I risk your father's life? And what is even more infinitely precious, yours. My life is yours, to do with as you please. Without you, I have no life. I would as willingly give it up for you as I would for my father. I don't deserve such love. Oh, I think you do. You know, I would as soon give my life for yours. I know. Then why can we not be married before the casting of the bell, just in case... If you so desire it. I do so desire it. Then it shall be arranged. You wish to see me, Minister Chan? Yes. A steamed comakai. You must forgive my presumption. Please, speak freely. I must. I will be frank. This woman, Mara, she has seen fit to interest herself in Mingi. And there could only be one reason why. Am I right? I... I suppose. But if he was to marry you... He must have rejected her. Yes. I find it hard to believe that she has accepted a rejection. She read the future and saw that she had to. Hmm? Perhaps. I am not yet convinced. There is another dark possibility. What? That in a jealous rage over rejection, she has tempted Mingy go ahead and bring disaster on all our heads. How could anyone be so vile? What can I do? You are the only one who can do anything. I think you and Mara should meet face to face. Pardon, my lady. What is it, Palu? There is one seeking audience. Kunagai, daughter of the Mandarin Kwanfu. Kunagai? What can she want? Uh, show her in. Her eminence, Mara, we'll see you now. Uh, thank you. It is most gracious of you to receive me. So, you are Kunagai? And how can I serve you? I don't believe you have ever served anyone. And, and I'm sure I will have to serve you. I am here because of Ming Yi. 
and my father. Explain yourself. There is a bell which must be made according to the dictates of those most high. Mimi believes he knows the secret. You have said that he will make it. I believe the bell will be made. And that Mimi will cast it? Yes. It is too easy. There is some string attached. To whatever we most desire, there is always a payment to be met. It is the ancient rule. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. If you seek for a life, in return, a life must be paid. I came here today knowing in my heart of hearts must be the answer. Only tell me how. Come with me. Gold and brass will never meet in wedlock. Silver and iron will never embrace until the flesh of a maiden be melted in the crucible. Until the blood of a virgin be mixed with the metals in their fusion. But why must we delay our wedding till after the bell is cast? It seems proper and right. Don't you trust me? That I can make it at last? You, you have all my trust. Because I know better than anyone that you can. Oh, my beloved, I wish I had your faith. Oh, believe in my faith. You cannot fail. Hold me close, my darling. I'm afraid to hold you too close before we belong together. You will never know how much I ache for that moment. If we are committed, must it wait for the wedding? With us, it must. Why? Because it is so written. Good night, my love. Good night. Only till that bright morrow when the bell is cast and I can have you for my own. I will dream of that day. Even if it may never come. Is all in readiness, John? Yes, Lord, on you. This time we must succeed. We can only hope. This time you will succeed. Have no fear. Mingye, tell my father all will be well. Every test we have made leads to that conclusion. I must have the same faith that my wife-to-be has. Never doubt it, my love. I shall make sure of it for you. Young? Yes? What are we waiting for? Only your word, sire. Then give the signal to pour the metal. Your word is my command. And that we will have to live with it for the rest of our lives. What? What? What do you hold in your hand? A shoe. Is 
dainty shoe. I reached for her, but it was all I could grasp. Is this all I have left of her? Wait, my son. Wait. If the gods desire it, she will live forever. cast herself into the glowing metal. And as she was absorbed, the metal was purer and whiter than ever before. The ponderous casting was made, and when the metal became cool, it was found that the bell was in perfect form, and that the sound of it reached like summer thunder, deep and mellow, and yet with a strange after voice. Like the cry of a woman her lost lover. I'll be back shortly. There is a footnote to this fanciful tale, since it has its roots in fact rather than sheer fancy. They say that the voice in the bell, if you can hear it, cries for something much more mundane than lost love. Only a lost shoe. Take your pick. I prefer to believe that this is one of the world's great stories of love unfulfilled. Our cast included Christopher Tabori, Evie Juster, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is our uh, our projection room. If you'll just take a seat. Oh, I'm sorry about the darkness. Oh, thank you. Mm. Well, I'm I'm afraid I don't see any screen. Oh, you'll see it on the facing wall, Doctor. Just as soon as we leave. Now, just make yourself at home. All we need to know is what period of your life you'd be most interested in seeing. Are you are you telling me seriously that you have movies of my life? Yes, Dr. Saville. Movies of your life. Your whole life. Would you like to start in childhood? Oh, but that's impossible. Watch the screen, Dr. Saville. Great heavens. It can't be. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater... For another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. WBBM Chicago. There's only one quick recovery, energy efficient gas water heater on the market. State Industries' new Super Saver. It's super because Super Saver delivers more hot water faster. It's a saver because Super Saver uses less energy. That saves money. 
A 40-gallon gas super saver could save as much as $590, maybe more over a 10-year period. State Super Saver. Call for more information. In Forest Park, call Trage Brothers at 378-8444. CBS News, Iran's President Bonnie Sauter says President Carter has accepted Iranian terms of silence on the hostage issue, but the White House denies any new promises on that score. I'm David Jackson reporting on the CBS Radio Network. <laughs> 